Hello everyone, I'm Cressida Cowell, author of How to Train Your Dragon, and I'm just popping in to tell you about my new book series, Which Way to Anywhere. It's a story about four children who discover that there are alternative worlds beyond our own, and that they can travel to them with the help of a magical map and a very special gift. Of course, this leads to epic, unexpected adventures. Which Way to Anywhere and its sequel, Which Way Round the Galaxy, are both available to buy now. Happy reading! Hello, this is the Fun Kids Bookworms podcast, where you get to find out about the best books from the people who write them. I'm Bex, and this week you're going to hear something pretty special. It is what happened at our Bookworms live event at the Underbelly a couple of weeks ago. You can check out what happened when I spoke to Jenny McLaughlin and Jim Beckett. We've also got a little catch-up of some of the best books around at the moment, so you're in for an absolute treat. And I think to kick it off, we should go back to that time I spoke to Jenny McLaughlin in front of a live audience at the Underbelly to find out about her brand new book. So everybody, put your hands together. Get ready. Clap, 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 clap. Clap, 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 clap. Woo, cheers, cheers for Jenny McLaughlin. Yay! Hey, Jenny, how are you doing? I'm doing really well. How are you doing? Hello. Now, Jenny, you have just released, or you're about to release the third book it's in out your, there. In the, is it out there in the world? It's out there, yeah. In the Royal Series. Gone. How does it feel to have this whole series just out? Great. <laughs> really nice. No, very, very exciting. Um, bit sad. Yeah. A little bit sad, yeah. But the doors lift slightly open just in case. In case you have to go back into Royal. Just in case, yeah. So the third book is The Battle for Royal. Yeah. Uh, so if our lovely audience haven't met your characters before, what have they been through to get to your book? Well, it begins when two children, very like you, Arthur and Rose, run up the stairs of their granddad's house. Their granddad says to them he's got a surprise in the attic. And they go up there, but they, they just see a very messy attic. So he comes up and he says, well, the surprise is your attic. And their granddad's done lots of strange things, but he's never given them his attic before. But then he explains that if they tidy up the attic, he'll turn it into a den for them. And as they're tidying up, they find an old folding camp bed scratched on the top of the words enter here for the land of raw and Arthur remembers that he used to play a game in this attic with Rose and the land of raw was an incredible place with ninja wizards and dragons and witches. and he says that to Rose he says, do you remember raw she goes she doesn't like playing quite as much as Arthur she's grown up a bit faster than she is it's just a game wasn't it and then one day, Grandad decides to climb inside the camp. But we like doing mean things to grandparents. You really do, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's pretty great. <laughs> and Arthur and Rose have to decide whether Grandad disappears, and then Arthur and Rose have to decide what to do next. Whether would you rescue your Grandad if he crawled inside the camp and disappeared, or just leave him to his fate? <laughs> Serves him right. Doesn't it? Pretty muted response there from yeah. the audience. A few shrugs. Wow. Clearly, not fans of grandparents in here. Uh, so in, in the third book, you've got your characters who, they're kind of going to go and explore the whole of the world. They want to go to the end of it. They want to figure it's out... It's a what. cruise. I did write it, obviously, in the last two years, so I really enjoyed this. It's a cruise through Raw. They, um, when I write my books, I want the most, the best things that could possibly happen to children to happen, so you can imagine the most amazing things happening when you read them. So Arthur and Rose, they, they have two pirate ships, actually, I think, in Raw, and they decide to take one of these pirate ships with their friends to go to the furthest point they've ever been in Raw. And what could go wrong? A group of children and magical characters on a pirate ship. 
<laughs> in uncharted seas. Yeah, the close, nothing happens, good, done. And a missing villain, of course. Because, of course, loads of stuff does happen in this book, and you've got an amazing villain in Crokey. Yes. Uh, tell, tell our lovely audience a bit about him. Okay, well, everything in Raw has been invented by Rose and Arthur through the games they play, and I imagine your games are quite similar to theirs in that strange things have happened. I don't know if you've... A lot of you've got brothers and sisters in here, and I don't know if you enjoy scaring them a little bit. So I... My brother and I used to really like scaring my little sister, which was a bit mean, and one of the things that we... I told was that scarecrows were alive, um, so... <laughs> we, wow, it's, so quite, it's quite mean. Worse of gummage had got an impact on me. Okay. Else, I used to find him terrifying. So as a joke, Rose uh, invented a terrifying villain in the Land of Raw called Croaky, who's half... The two things that Arthur's most scared of in the world are scarecrows, because he had a bad experience in a maze maze once, mm-hmm. and um, crows, because once Rose scattered some crumbs in his hair and a, ro- and a crow got stuck in there. So he's scared of crows and scarecrows, and she amalgamated them into Croaky, and then <coughs> he came to life. And what Rose didn't realise was that he'd be out to get her to... He, he it's is a mistake. particularly terrifying villain, I have to say. The scarecrow thing is quite creepy. Yeah, he is creepy, isn't he? Yeah. I, I mean, he was even creepier when Ben drew the first pictures and oh, right. he had teeth. We had to take Crokey's <laughs> teeth. Oh. But Arthur, this is the book. Arthur and Rose are the masters of Raw and they will always win. I don't like how happy you were when you said how creepy your villain was. You genuinely... <laughs> I like being a bit scared. You, you I like a little bit being scared, yeah. very happy about that. Uh, are you you're sad to see the goodbye to the characters? It must be a bit weird. Is it like saying goodbye to friends? Um, yes, when I write, and I'm sure it's the same for the other authors, I see all so vividly in my head that the things that happen and the characters don't actually feel that different to the real things in real life. I know really the difference, but I could imagine Arthur or Rose or Crokey walking in here now and... When I remember what I had for breakfast, and then when I remember flying a dragon, it feels the same. So um, it does feel a bit sad to say goodbye to them. They feel like real people. They feel like friends. Even Crokey, he feels like a good friend. I, I like the idea that you remember flying a dragon. Yeah, it's great. What, has, has anybody else <laughs> flown a dragon before? No? Then no. read my books. Just you. <laughs> you have. You've got one dragon ride down wow. here. Just a, just a one. All right. Yeah. So what would you do if you could go to Raw for the day? I've thought about this quite a lot, actually. Okay, go for okay, it. Okay, so I'd first of all meet Wynn, Wynninja, the wizard ninja, and then we would go by... They do ride bikes quite a lot in Raw, because I like riding bikes, mm-hmm. but dragon's faster. So we'd fly by dragon to Mitch's Island, and she's got a lagoon with merfolk mer in it. Have a quick swim in the lagoon. Mm-hmm. Go to the Tangled Forest, visit the Lost Girls and their tree houses, and go on the swings and things like that. Then, because I like being scared... Yep. Still on a dragon over to the crow's nest to visit Crokey and I can't give too much away from book three but there's a game we'd play. I was going to say it's tricky with this book because because it's the resolution of of the series there's a few things I want to mention but I know I can't just because it's um I don't want to ruin your work basically it seems a shame. I quite want to know what they are though. Well we'll talk about 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 it later. So did you say that you might write more if the mood takes you or do you have a project on the go? I do have people from my publishers here and there is no talk of this whatsoever, I should say, but I'd quite like to. Um, I'm in the middle, I've written the start of a new, the first book in a new trilogy, and I'm working on another really exciting project as well, and so I've got loads. I don't, I, I have, don't have enough hours in the day to write the books in my head, that's my problem. That's a good problem to have, though, isn't it? This is the right way around. And you sure you don't want to give us, like, a little, ex- I mean, I know the publisher's there, but I mean... 
Don't just close your eyes. Just do that. Oh, well, no, like, what, what, what I would do? What were the books coming? Or? Yeah, yeah. Just, just the people. It just okay, well, so the, the, the new book, my new trilogy that's coming out, involves um, a ghost pirate and a little girl who's very anxious. So both my daughters have had times when they've had a bit of worrying and anxiety. So I wanted to write about this because I think it's a very common thing to have anxiety. Yeah. Um, and I thought it's sometimes interesting to see, make the worst things possible happen to somebody who feels that and then see how they'd cope, which is very well. So a little girl who gets very, very anxious does something she shouldn't do, which is release a pirate ghost from the dead. I, I've got to say, I would imagine that's a bad thing to do. She's really a bit worried. Like yeah, yeah. Actually, it's not just that. There's a whole pub full of ghosts. So she, she opens a portal. Yes. Oh, I said too much. Well, it's too late now. No, I you said, said it. Just the right amount. Yet. We're not going to be looking up that book as well. And uh, now, starting a new project is tricky. I'm sure a lot of people here would like to write or be authors. I know when I was little, I really did. But I had no idea where to start. So what do you do when you're first starting a project? What's your advice? It's the best. I, I did on the train on the way here. So the way I start a book is, and I'm sure you can all do this, and you can do it anywhere, it's daydreaming. So I think I began my journey to becoming a writer at school in assemblies when I used to tune out. Because you can daydream anywhere and no one knows what you're doing. So you just need to imagine. So you, know, you can do it now. So if you all imagine, you can shut your eyes if it helps. I'll do it too. You do it too. Yeah. Okay, we'll find out what yours is in a second. Okay. Imagine a castle, okay? Everybody imagine a castle and decide what it's made of. Is it a traditional castle? Is it made of glass? Is it see-through? Is it clouds? Is it marshmallows? Where is your castle? Is it in Wales? Is it in space? Is it underground? Is it dark? Is it cold? Is it hot? So imagine your castle and you could probably, your, your minds are ticking away and whirring and your castles can get bigger and bigger. Add rooms. What would you, how do you get around in your castle? Do you go on a flying carpet or a flying unicorn? Do you walk quite traditionally? Do you slide? Now, I need you to put a character in the castle. So it could be you or it could be you with something extra. So maybe you're invisible, or maybe you've got a superpower. Maybe you can fly. Maybe you're tiny weeny. Maybe you're a mouse. Then add something to the castle. It could be, could be a villain, or it could be a friend. So depending on your mind, but maybe you want to add a villain. If you want to add a villain, then you could put them somewhere in the castle. If you want to make a best friend for yourself, what are they going to be like? I love joining two things together. So I've got mermaid witches, ninja wizards, so maybe take two things you love to make your best friend, and off you go. You've got wow. a story. You're going somewhere, haven't you? That's amazing, that's straight away. Like, I mean... What did you have? Okay, in my head... Pitch it to me. I'm worried that this <laughs> will reveal a lot about me. Um, okay, I had a castle made out of dairy milk. Mm. Yeah. Uh, it was underwater. Yum, yum. But it was it was chocolate that you, it wouldn't melt or anything. Yeah. You well, it wouldn't underwater. I think that would be quite. I, I try, yeah, yeah. It would work. See, I, th I thought this through. Obviously, it has to work. And Even if it's a logic, yeah, you know, a crazy logic, it has to work. <laughs> crazy logic. And um, I would get around on the back of a lion. Ooh, That'd be my plan. Nice. And um, there'd also be some escalators in there as well because I am quite lazy. Yeah. Have escalators. And I quite like the idea of extra rooms, maybe like a, a cinema yeah. or a bowling alley as well. Yeah. And I wouldn't have a villain, but I would have a goldfish that could talk. Ooh, is that it's, right? Yeah, it sounds great. It sounds like um, a Studio Ghibli cartoon, so I think you should, it's got legs, you should definitely work on it. I'm a bit worried about the lion on the escalator, because of its mane. <laughs> no, we train him up, it's fine, it's fine. You could do its hair, couldn't you? He'd love it, he'd sing along to Akuna Matata, you'd have a lovely time, it's all, yeah. it's all fine. Well, I've written practically my next book, 
Uh, Jenny, thank you so much for talking to us, and uh, I hope everybody here had an amazing time imagining some some amazing stuff. And yeah, thank you for joining us, Jenny. Thank you very much. Hello everyone, I'm Cressida Cowell, author of How to Train Your Dragon, and I'm just popping in to tell you about my new book series, Which Way to Anywhere. It's a story about four children who discover that there are alternative worlds beyond our own, and that they can travel to them with the help of a magical map and a very special gift. Of course, this leads to epic, unexpected adventures. Which Way to Anywhere and its sequel, Which Way Round the Galaxy, are both available to buy now. Happy reading. Oh, Jenny, it was absolutely amazing and it was such a brilliant event. Uh, thank you so much. If you were one of the people in the audience who came down to say hello, I had a great time and hopefully you did as well. I should also say there are loads of books coming out at the moment. Uh, Matty Long, who is a friend of the show, we've spoken to him before, has got a new book out. Uh, the Super Happy Magic Forest and the Deep Trouble book is out. The Five Heroes of the SHMF, to shorten it, uh, go diving for candy coral in Lake Sparkle and get more than they bargain for in the city of Fishop. If you're a fan of the Super Happy Magic Forest series, go and check it out. Also, Paula Harrison and Jenny Lovely have got a book called Kitty and the Starlight Song in it. Kitty is preparing for her school's concert as a superhero in training with cat-like powers. What can she do that will make herself pop in front of the audience? And also, can she overcome stage fright? Even superheroes get it. Who knew? And finally, at Shadowtown from Richard Lambert. In Shadowtown, Toby leads a quiet life in London until a mysterious shadow appears, taking him into another world in a dangerous land with a cruel regent king where dreamers have the magical power to turn dreams into a reality. Toby meets a strange girl who's lost her memory and works to try and find her identity to get himself back home. Three brilliant, very different books for you. Go and check them out. Uh, And thank you so much to Matty Long, Paula Harrison, Jenny Lovely, and Richard Lambert for writing such absolute classics. Uh, Now, before I let you go, of course, we've got to check out what happened when I spoke to Jim Beckett at our big Bookworms Live Bonanza. Now, I'd never met Jim before, which meant I could also, as well as interview him, let him take part in my very special patented Bex author quiz. Hello, hello everyone. Hello, thank you. How are you doing, Jim? Uh, very well, thank you, Bex. Lovely to meet you. Nice to be here. Got a freshly polished microphone. Yeah. That's all you want, isn't it? No expense spared here at Fun Kids. It's still slightly moist. <laughs> That's how it was clean. Yes, That's yeah, yeah, works. clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, moist can be clean. We've worked hard on this. <laughs> uh, now, tell us, you have got the caravan up. It is the Caravan at the Edge of Doom. I was going to say the Caravan of Doom, but the Caravan at the Edge of Doom book. Yes, yes. Uh, which I have read and thoroughly enjoyed, but can you tell our, our lovely audience about it? Well, this is the Caravan at the Edge of Doom. It's about 12-year-old Harley, here, pictured on the front, who one day has to pass through the portal of doom in her grandparents' caravan toilet in order to rescue her little brother, Malcolm, who's accidentally gone through to the land of the dead in their Nana's wheelie bag. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it, yeah. That's, yeah, that's the premise. Lots more happens. I mean, that's just the first few pages. It is such... It's a, just a big, exciting adventure, isn't it? Harley goes on this kind of big journey to find out more about herself. Uh, what, what was it like writing the book? It must have been fun to imagine all of that crazy stuff. Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah, I love it. I really, It's my favourite thing to do, absolutely, yeah. Making things up, uh, imagining the, the crazy 
directions the story can go, um, uh, coming up with characters and situations. Yeah, it's brilliant. I love it. I, I, it's what I want to do all the time, but then you have to do other things like, you know, brush your teeth yeah. and get up and all that stuff. <laughs> That's true, I don't like getting up, which suggests, yeah, yeah, maybe sleeping as well. Like, sleeping's even better than writing a book, now I think about it. <laughs> don't tell your publishers you said this. No, they won't, they won't know, it's all Okay, right. it's fine, we'll, we'll keep it quiet. No, but it's fine. Well, this is between us, right, guys? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, good, good. Uh, so why a caravan? Because um, have you been on many caravanning holidays? Because I did as a kid. Yeah, well, as a kid, yeah, we always went away. My mum and dad had a motor caravan, so much the same sort of thing. We did, we'd go off, and, and initially it was very small, like the one in the book here. Um, and so it's very, it's very cosy, isn't it? Very cosy, very cramped. I think as a, as a child, often uh, cramped can feel cosy and fun and so on. Uh, maybe as an adult, it's less appealing. Um, the caravan in this book doesn't go anywhere. You know, it's on the moor, but it's sort of grown, nature's grown up all around it, and it's, it's, it's stationary, and it hasn't moved for, in living memory, really. It's just been stuck there. So um, my friend pointed out that actually uh, his mum had a caravan like that in, the, in her front garden. And it may be that the idea had subconsciously come to me from that caravan. So I've given her credit for that. So that's, it's her caravan. It's about, it's about Dot's caravan. Uh, story. Well, I had no idea about that when I was writing it. Have you given her some commission as well? Um, I've just mentioned her on the radio. Oh, right. Well, that's, yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. Well, she'll be thrilled. She'll be happy with that. Yeah. Uh, now, tell me, what was your favourite bit to write about in the book? Because it is, like I say, it's a bit of an epic hero's quest. Was there a particular part of it that you loved writing? Um, I think once they get going, when the, when the villain, when the really gnarly bit of villain comes on. I enjoyed that scene. I think that was complete in its form fairly early on. Um, uh, you know, no spoilers, that's quite a long way through the book. But uh, I, I think that, yeah, it's hard to, it's hard to pinpoint that. I like, obviously we were talking about this earlier with the, uh, the other authors mm, over lunch. And, uh, yeah. um, I was saying, I like endings. I like writing the ending. I find the ending uh, very satisfying, but not necessarily at the end. I don't necessarily write the ending at the end. It ends up at the end. Sure. Otherwise, it doesn't count. Otherwise, so. that would be the middle. Definitely. Wouldn't be, be an ending Yeah. But I mean, you do get books like that, don't you? Um, <laughs> yeah, so I really like the ending. That sense of resolution, tying things up, uh, and, uh, you know, a happy ending. Okay. A happy ending, but with, you know, with, with feelings. Other That's feelings. That's the dream. And I, I think, I feel like, though, this book isn't the end, because am I right in thinking you've got a whole series planned out There's, there is a second book uh, written and ready to go it's out in January folks so uh, look out for that one um, yeah the caravan in the edge of doom foul prophecy yes so we contrive a reason for Holly once again to have to go through the portal of doom in her grandma's caravan over there uh, but who, who, who knows what she gets up to next time around you have to read it and find out yes and then there's going to be another one third one on the way wow oh, in, in my head um, so yeah uh, it's amazing. Once you get, once you have a group of characters, I think, and a general premise, it is the stories do flow from there to some extent. And you've got lovely Harley, who's just such a good character to, to read about. I really, oh, good. I'm glad you like yeah. her. I like her. Yeah. She's really fun. She, good. Uh, now, the thing is, Jim, I've realised we've never had you on Fun Kids before, so you've never done my quick fire round of questions. No, I haven't. Uh, would everybody here like to hear Jim's answers to my quick fire round of questions? Yeah. All right. Good. Good. No pressure, Jim. I mean, you've got a sneaky peek already of what they are. Okay, and the main one, we all know which one I'll judge you on, is the last question. So first up, easy enough, books or Kindles? Oh, I read both, to be honest. Oh. <laughs> no, just, no, books. Books! Yeah. My goodness, I give you literally one thing to do. No, I know, I know. I was playing up to Okay, that's fine. Obviously, obviously it's Kindle. Books. But, okay, right. Heroes or villains? 
Heroes. Heroes? Okay, I just have interest. Anybody else? Heroes or villains? Shout after three. One, two, three. Heroes! Yeah, see, popular choice. Perfect wow, popular lot, choice. Of, I felt a lot of villains in this area. <laughs> villain vibe going on there. Um, caravan or tent? Tent. What? Yeah, yeah, I love a tent. I thought I was giving you an option to be on brand here and say caravan. Caravan. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I've got about three wrong out of three so it's far. It's right, we'll do that okay, one again. No, hang, no, on, hang on, hang yeah. on. Do that again. Uh, okay. Uh, caravan or tent? Tent. Caravan. Oh, no. Caravan. <laughs> caravan. 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 Yeah, or tent, you know. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Can't take you anywhere. All right, okay. Uh, next one. Film adaptation or TV adaptation? <laughs> what would you prefer for this book? TV adaptation. Lovely little Netflix deal, all right. Netflix deal? Really? Sorry, I feel like I... Excellent. It this sounded like I could offer I that, but that's, I can't offer that to you right here. Sorry. It really sounded like you did. It did. I'm sure this has been recorded. I look forward to seeing it. If anybody's listening on the podcast, I did not just promise a Netflix deal. Just, I just I'm fine that. with a Netflix deal. We'll get that sorted. We'll okay. Get Fun Kids has a lot of power. Uh, writing or reading? What a good question. Writing. I'm a bit offended it's taken you this long to tell me what a good question I've asked you. Well, it's taken you this long to ask me a good question. I mean, no offence. Uh, no, kidding. Kidding. Writing. Yeah, I really love writing and I really like reading. And I have to say, if you try writing without reading, it won't turn out very well. So reading's very, very, very important. I have to do a lot of reading. But I really enjoy writing. Okay, great answer. Uh, Hogwarts or Narnia? Narnia. That was quick. And that was controversial again to this side of the audience. Our villainous side here. I just of a certain generation, you know. Okay. Yes, I remember being evacuated as a child. Um, <clears throat> no, I, uh, yeah, no, we've been, we've been reading Narnia recently. I've been reading Narnia with my children recently, so I think it's just on my mind, really. Yeah, we live in those moments. Okay, okay. I was, yeah, Hogwarts came out when I was a young adult. Not right. as in a YA, you know, but as an actual adult. So I wasn't really that interested at that stage. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I got more into it recently. It's great, isn't it? It's great, but... Narnia was the single word answer that I gave you, and I stick to it. I like that you have to explain yourself there, though. You really yeah. went into it. This is, is this the slowest quickfire you've ever it's, done? It's, <laughs> well, the next one. it's a very interesting interpretation of quickfire, I'll tell you that. Uh, but I like it. I'm learning more about okay. you. Do you use a laptop, or do you write by hand? Laptop. Laptop. Okay. Oh, you've done the one word thing. Okay, now you're into one word. Okay. Uh, but feel free to elaborate. Do you write nine to five, or do you write when you fancy? <laughs> no. Well, third option, really, but nine to five, let's say. Okay, that sounds like it's not nine to five at all. No, but it's not when I fancy either. So you never write, or you're always right? Hey? No. <laughs> like, when I, when, I get, when I get a chance. Okay. Is that when I fancy? Is that yeah, when that's when you fancy. Well, it's, it's not really, though, is it? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yes, when very, I fancy. Very contrary with the... I've never had a problem with any other author with these questions. I quite... <laughs> I quite fancy nine to five. Okay. To be honest, that's the honest truth. But it's not practical because you have to take the kids to school, pick them up, and all that kind of thing. Hoover the dog, you know. Well, yeah, uh, that dog needs hoovering. Uh, Paddington Bear or Winnie the Pooh? Paddington Bear. Yeah. Or Winnie the Pooh. Oh! Again, the audience. That was. I, I, I didn't think that was too controversial, but apparently it is. Uh, Paddington Bear. Winnie, so you've gone. Okay, Paddington. Charlie in the Chocolate Factory or Matilda? Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. Mm. Any particular favourite kid that goes into the Chocolate Factory? Well, uh, Augustus Gloop, I think, is a very powerful memory. Uh, I mean, of reading it the first time. Not, uh, I didn't witness it in real life. 
Can you imagine if this was you telling me you were Augustus Gloom? That'd be quite exciting. My elder brother, who's no longer with us. <laughs> Just love chocolate. Uh, and finally, the big one, uh, salt and vinegar or cheese and onion? Salt and vinegar. Yay! I was listening earlier. Thank goodness you were. It was almost a test, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jim, because you got the answer right, I do actually have some salt and vinegar crisps for you off stage. Wow, I'll really? give you, I'll give you them later on. Yeah, I genuinely do. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Not genuine, not like the Netflix deal. Not like the Netflix deal, <laughs> no. Okay. I can stretch to a bag of crisps, but not to a Netflix deal. Oh, That's right, where right, I land. Right. Uh, right, brilliant. Well, thank you, Jim, so much for chatting to us. Uh, we should say The Caravan at the Edge of Doom is out right now. Second one is in January. Everybody go and check it out. Uh, everybody, can we give Jim a massive round of applause? Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Amazing stuff. Uh, thank you so much to Jenny McLaughlin and Jim Beckett. They were both fantastic guests to have at the Underbelly at Bookworms Live. And remember, if you've enjoyed this podcast, make sure you go like, subscribe and follow wherever it is you're listening to it. And I'll see you soon. Bye. Hello everyone, I'm Cressida Cowell, author of How to Train Your Dragon, and I'm just popping in to tell you about my new book series, Which Way to Anywhere. It's a story about four children who discover that there are alternative worlds beyond our own, and that they can travel to them with the help of a magical map and a very special gift. Of course, this leads to epic, unexpected adventures. Which Way to Anywhere and its sequel, Which Way Round the Galaxy, are both available to buy now. Happy reading!